It's not a party. It's a <laughs> podcast. You know, let's get back to business. You know, I think I, I think I could actually get used to video podcasting. It's a lot. It's uh, it's, it's kind of cool. You know, it's, it's being natural. Someone. You know, like um, I don't know. Like I don't know if people actually like my voice. So I think I don't know if they like how I look either. So that's a invalid point. Uh, but hopefully I, I, they I they think, prefer I think you're me. fishing. You're fishing for some compliments here, nah. and I'm not, I'm not gonna allow it. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Come on. Guys, uh, by the way, Peter, everyone says he's a nice guy, down to earth. <laughs> I'm, I'm the one I'm, guy. I'm, I'm definitely cutting this one out. <laughs> I'm definitely cutting this one. This is supposed to be about peak performance, not, not about my humility. <laughs> yeah, humility is great. You know, you now you look look fishing for compliments. Okay, let's let's get serious. Um, this is meant to be down to earth, um, serious podcast. And we're just catching up where we left off last time, which is peak performance. But my man Peter here, he didn't just do peak performance, he peaked the peak performance this year. Uh, although sometimes he may not believe that and he's a bit disappointed with how things went out at the Olympics. But we'll go deeper into that, deeper into how he feels about it, deeper how into how his goals have changed and how his goals were. And also, of course... Our relationship and also my goals and like how we've developed since the last podcast yeah actually starting with that um i think it's a good perspective because we met what like a year ago now yeah uh, and we just we just met out in town so we i'll let you i'll let you talk about tubingen because raheem is studying business international business here um from malawi and we became friends last year it was jo- joseph and i were just having I think we're just we're just having flum yeah. flum cooking, yeah, uh, down I don't know. Yes. just yeah. down the road, and Raheem walked past, and and we're just like, yo, um, what's up, man? What's what's there to do around here? And I loved how quick you were able, just so friendly. You just came, said what's up, and I think I was going to Sweden that day or the following day, and you just got our number and said, look, I'll look after Joseph while you're away, and and from there, it's like a year later. And I see you almost every day. It's <laughs> actually crazy. It's, it's pretty dope. Like, um, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's like, crazy because I spend a lot of time with this guy now. And yeah, I think th- the moment that we met, I think it like highlights quite a big thing for me also. I just realized there's really small decisions that we make sometimes in life. And yeah, they can end up being big decisions on how they change your future. So for example, if I was a not so friendly to Joe and Peter, maybe I wouldn't have been friends with Peter and he's been a great friend for me in the past year, in just a year, maybe. I mean, this whole experience would be so different, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. It'd be so different because, you know, I've been seeing you almost every day and, I mean, I stayed at your place sometimes and, and we we even, like last year, just before I left to Australia, we went, went on a trip to Heidelberg and I think, we were we in Mannheim as well? I don't know, but we went on a trip there and just checked out the place and came back and... And yeah, that whole experience would have been different. Just totally. if that decision, if like say we didn't take that initiative to 
contact you or like hit you up on that day it would be so different which is so interesting 100% right? so i don't know i mean it's it's either we make those decisions on our own or maybe that path is already set out you never know but i would like to believe that we are responsible for the choices we make and those choices can actually influence our lives and i'll honestly say this man being in my life has changed a lot of things for me and helped me develop in the past years yes well. sir so i am grateful for making that decision to talk into these two so yeah of course and i mean most people they were ask us like oh how do you guys know each other we tell the story and they're like oh when was that they expecting like 10 five years because <laughs> yeah. like, like they're looking at the camaraderie the broship and they're like oh these guys are like almost brothers we're like no 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 it's year, funny when i tell people back home um that i see rahim more than i see some of my friends that i grew up with in perth and you live somewhere completely different in a different continent i i think that's pretty cool i think that's the best part of my journey my spikes is getting to meet people across the world and create that bond and create a um, relationship I always said one of my values is is family and creating really strong relationships mm-hmm. and i think we created that here uh, but just more about you and what you do here and you know everyone's like where where's to begin i've never been able to explain to them i'm like okay it's next is tugard it's like mm-hmm. where's tugard it's like two hours so to begin is two hours from from frankfurt Yeah. How would you explain where we are right now? So where we are right now, I think it's it's a city, it's a small city with a very big heart and a lot of energy. So it's actually born I think out of academia. I think uh the university started the university like the university is actually famed for its medical studies uh, and I philosophy. Yeah, uh, philosophy also a bit, but I think mainly me- medical studies. So actually a lot of uh, famous or rich people actually do come to Tübingen like they fly in because it's quite private calm and if they ever need any special treatment they come here because they have a specialist it's a relaxed town cozy and they also i guess they feel like you know like they can feel a bit more invisible in compared to the rest of the world so that's kind of more uh, i won't go too deep into the history of the city but then it's mainly this medicine city you have curevac if any of you guys know it um which elon musk actually visited last august as well yeah i remember you saying that it was pretty yeah. cool when they were trying to uh create the vaccine uh, so they have a massive clinic here mainly medicine studies and then you come into the laws the philosophies and all the other social sciences and it's quite a small town to be honest 100,000 i think 80,000 people about 40 or 50% of students so extremely young so i think that's what gives this uh, the city so much energy and why it just feels so special even though it's so small and so friendly at the same time like um i was speaking to james yesterday because i was in poland over the weekend and as soon as you get back to tubingen you feel like you're home <laughs> and it's one of the reason we base ourselves in tubingen every year is just so friendly just always feels like home people are friendly there's the local cafes you know the people and everything it's just really nice out here so it's been really nice to actually spend a lot of time in Tübingen and one of the things we bonded over you study you study international business I'm yeah. quite into business all that in study business and we bonded a lot over business principles and you know your podcast at the start was cozy chats I remember you helped me through developing my podcast as well and even just developing a brand and stuff like that so that's that's what we had a lot in common yeah which which is so. really cool um uh, also just i love learning about cultures and i mean we're from the same continent you you're born in malawi yeah um i'm born in sudan and it was interesting that we didn't know much about malawi when we had 
dinner one time was it with James and we were yeah. discussing Malawi and he told us all these things and we're like wow we actually want to go to Malawi because we haven't heard much about Malawi um, what would you say um, about Malawi like if you were to sell it to someone or tell someone about Malawi I think the biggest thing I think it's called the warm heart of Africa uh, so that's in tune to its hospitality so you go to that country and you're just filled with people who are taking in, taking you in with open arms both arms not just taking you they will hug you man you just met made it go <laughs> and it's like those type of people yeah you want to slap the person they're still hugging you that's that's Malawi you know where they're like brightest smiles you ever see there goes the bell <laughs> yeah that's that's the tubing and bell it goes every 15 minutes or 30 minutes I don't even know it, it just goes now I'm used to it yeah but yeah Malawi very yeah very friendly and I think I didn't realize why I was like okay warm heart of Africa because it's something that was normal to me you know and then came to Europe and then you go to these places that are like cold people are a bit more suspicious if you say hi to a stranger they're not saying hi back they're first looking at you like except for Tubingen though yeah exactly Tubingen is very friendly exactly yeah so just imagine Tubingen I think times five or ten you know oh that's cool yeah so that's I think that's Malawi I don't know if that's like hopefully I did stand by those qualities and when people (laughs) meet me they actually can say okay yeah he does fit to the profile of Malawi but then that's one of the biggest things I'd say and it's I think the biggest thing that Malawi has aside from everything else amazing country amazing nature whatever uh, but the biggest thing is the people the people are amazing yeah cool now into our peak performance high performance uh, we spoke about this quite a lot last year I think uh, I usually don't like to speak about my goals and stuff but we just got on a podcast and we just started speaking and it's one of those things we just spoke about everything it was, it was really nice to reflect back coming from Tokyo reflect on that conversation and and to see how far we actually got because we basically spoke into existence mm-hmm. um, which is I quite enjoyed and um, one of the things I, I wanted to discuss was because my training is usually always online there's no secrets you can see it anywhere someone messages me about my training uh, I'm happy to share it um, but I think what's more important is is what you do off training I think mm-hmm. that's so much more important mm-hmm. because everyone is an athlete you know you know what you do you know what other people do you know what time they run but what you do outside is is very important just like just like your student you have to build you know you have to build very good habits yeah. like I've, I've stayed with you for for about a week and I and I can see your habits I can see your habits you wake up um, you do yoga you do exercise before you get into studying uh, which is cool so um, what other habits do you have that do you think have helped you with your studies or helped you just as a person in general yeah um, so okay, one thing is I like to take life as a dance mm. and in a dance you don't always dance the same song because then it gets boring if you're a dancer you get what I mean you, yep. you of course maybe you learn a school of dance but then you learn different songs in it so I like to even if I want to be in the business world, I don't want to be like, okay, Elon Musk, in the business world, he was dancing to this song. And that's, I'm just going to follow that. You know, you have to be in tune with yourself. Which steps do you like? And then let yourself be flexible. So, like, I do have habits. Like, I wake up and I want to exercise. I want to, like, get ready for the day because I don't feel so great in the morning. So, I, I do yoga and it makes me feel relaxed and ready for the day. Or I work out or I go for a run. Going for a run in the morning is a bit hard. So you, that you, one, I, you, you've been running with me. I <laughs> First day I came back and we went. I think we, I, I said let's go for a thirty-minute jog and 
we went out and the first the first 15 minutes my man's keeping up uh and <laughs> 20, I, 20. our first 20 minutes and then i started hearing heavy breathing and, <laughs> <laughs> and before i know it this this man has dropped off but what but what what I, i was quite impressed um because i mean i do this thing every day yeah, yeah. this is my profession so i was quite impressed that you're able to keep up for that long because i remember last year we did a lot of exercise before i left yeah. and i was quite impressed that you kept that going um so you just started getting into exercise you started enjoying it or was it always kind of part of your part of your lifestyle yeah i think uh, the school i went to like they drew this extracurricular international so school yeah, in yeah yeah so it wasn't just okay get to the books which is kind of like the environment i feel like i'm in at the university right now mm-hmm. it was more like okay there's the books a eh? there's also public speaking there's also charity there's also adventures you go climb mountains you do this so you go to scuba diving that's that's what i grew up in and then i came here and it's just academics academics you know like people the exams come and the people are like oh i don't have time to run i don't have time to go out i don't have time for coffee because i have to study i'm like hey that's not how the human mind and body works like for example you i asked you once like hey you have ice cream or you like people ask you about your diet and you're like yeah if it makes me happy then it has to be good for my performance and that's how the human body works for example if you exercise you release serotonin you feel more motivated your body is just fueling better and then you can that means your mind can perform better compared to if you're studying 20 hours a day getting lack of sleep your concentration and focus and your ability to calculate and just you know it just you know it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. when this is the trap people fall into so for me it was always these habits of like just feeling well rounded not only in just just in so many habits also like you know not neglecting people even as busy as i can get how many business i work to the one biggest thing i always keep an eye on is like okay how am i treating people you know because i don't think there's ever an excuse to treat people bad you know what i mean okay there's there's certain points where i've also like my relationships have suffered where i've communicated to people like hey 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 like i i try my best but at the same time i just have all these responsibilities So for example some people expect you to be texting or oh, that's just not me that's not how my mind works and if i communicate that and they still don't get that then that's another thing but in comparison to you not communicating that so i try my best to like respect people and respect our differences but if they don't respect that then maybe the relationship won't work but then at least i try so i still try to whatever friends i had when i was like 8 and even if we go on different paths my path may be worse maybe they think my path is different and they don't agree with it maybe i don't agree with this but i was to respect that this person was a part of me becoming who i am now and i just won't forget about them so that's like that's the, the kind of the principles i grew up on and i don't know if it's the same for you and that's like i think that's the biggest grounding thing for me that's that's really that's really important it's, it's very interesting because the same with me so basically we share basically same same habits you know my top 3 habits i think to achieving high performance and peak performance has always been number one is the support team so mm. like you just said your friends and treating people right so that's that's one of my values so definitely having support team is so important uh you know being able to connect with your family connect with your your coach your manager and just having that strong support team around you that I've been able to build in whenever I go overseas or somewhere it's it's so important to build that everywhere I go. So it's nice to have James here and then it's very nice to meet you and I have you here part of my support team and then have Joseph on is here. It's it's really important and number 
um, the exercise is it's so important. You know, of course, exercise is part of my mm-hmm. part of my job, but I've always been into exercise just because you know the joy you feel from exercise, the energy you actually get from exercising. Exactly. It's it's just it's just unreal. Yeah. So. So yeah, I do. We do share those same habits. It's it's really cool. And the last one, actually, I really do do enjoy is um, getting rest and getting sleep. Yeah, yeah that's. Yeah. I think that's that's so important. You know, um, it's just I've always it's always been easy for me to fall asleep, and <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing we share too, man. Yeah, it's just you know when you wake up, you feel good and you're ready to go. I just I just can't operate with three four hours sleep and yeah. i would never want to uh, i enjoy having uh, eight hours sleep sometimes more but not too much at the same time but mm. eight hours on the dot you know if i ain't having eight hours i don't want to hear it <laughs> you know i just don't want to hear it so yeah. it's, it's funny how those same yes. things apply yeah that's actually interesting because like there's a point where i wasn't sleeping a lot <laughs> um, partying or studying no no it's overwork. everything yeah overwork studying okay and just just trying to do everything party study work you know side houses whatever just not sleeping enough and i thought it was working um but it wasn't because i actually started looking at it more critically it's like okay what actual progress am i making in these hours that i don't sleep because secondly (laughs) you're just like fighting yourself you know you're like yeah i'm gonna write this essay man and you stay up for three hours and write 30 words if you just (laughs) If you just slept those three hours, you would have woke up maybe at 7 a.m., really refreshed. Those 30 words you could write in 10 minutes. So I just realized, okay, like the, the output that you get from fighting your body is just depletes uh, marginally. So it's the same with, yeah, if you starve your body from healthy food, from sleep, from exercise, from connecting with people, all these things have a tumble down effect on your performance in whatever you want to focus on so i find it funny when people say hey i need to focus on work i need to focus on studying and then like like kill the foundations which is food sleep exercise and people and then they start asking oh yeah but then i'm putting so much time into it why isn't it working hey you're going about it wrong you know like these things are about balance and think that's a spot on so balance has always been very important on and off on off the track for me uh, which is interesting you say which is pretty cool uh obviously with balance then developing a schedule because it gets pretty busy mm-hmm. um developing schedule is really important like do you do you use apps do you use a diary or how because i know i remember last year when i was here you were just studying now mm-hmm. this year you're working for a company in berlin yeah uh and then you're studying at the same time uh, and then you're trying to exercise and trying to do all these things and and obviously I see you communicate with your family quite a bit over the phone so how how do you distribute that time yeah it's hectic it's hectic yeah it's so hectic because like now it's like I don't know I just have so many lives I have, I have the, the 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 company so the internship that's 40 hours a week I still have some uni stuff I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to build a startup I do work on other startups back home as well, which I really care about. Can't forget about those. So, so much. And this man's still going on holiday tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, just monitor. So seven hours on the train, I'm going to be on my computer. This, that's one thing. Like, I could take an empty bag with one t-shirt, one short, but my computer, my headphones, my buds my training shorts you know like my active wear like nowadays i just like i just dress i used yeah. to dress like you know like oh yeah gonna like you know fancy pants whatever nah man i just 
casual sporty so that I can always be sporty you know that's like that's but then that's essential to my laptop I have to have my laptop on some internet maybe that's unhealthy but then like I can work anyway and in terms of balance it's been quite tough because like okay you're now fighting yourself because like I finish maybe I work like 10 hours and then I also after that maybe I have to like have a call with some business partner or mentor or something and then also like process that information and make a plan for it then after that it's like wow I haven't called mom in like I don't know 7 days you know <laughs> yeah and it's like oh but right now like I need to eat I need to shower and it's like how do I balance this you get what I mean and I'm also not the texting person so if I haven't called my mom in 7 days she probably also hasn't got a text from me you know cuz yeah. I don't send texts like that so it's really hard so now I actually set reminders for myself like like okay call mom or call this friend or call this friend and put like a deadline for it for like a week and then I'll find time for it um because I'm not the person who like I don't like schedules I like spontaneity because I think life is spontaneous like if I have if I just fill my calendar with schedules if a friend rings the doorbell and like hey what's up I can't attend to them, you know, or if I'm walking through the street and I meet someone and it's like, "Oh yeah, but I have a call in 10 minutes." So I think that's like I try to avoid falling in this trap of like always having your calendar booked out because then you you don't have room for life, you know, like the the nice things in life are spontaneous. Like Peter comes back and he's like, "Let's go for a run for 40 minutes." If I had like had a slot there, then it, you know, I could I'll be like I can't go for this run even though I want to go for that run. Yeah. So I think I leave I have like certain things I want to achieve per day and then if I also don't achieve them it's okay. I'm not going to hate myself. I'm not going to hate for myself mm. for it. I'll look back and be like hey bro but you did this. Or even if I didn't do anything uh, if I didn't do anything that's what my body wanted that day. If I wanted to laze around and just watch Netflix and eat chicken wings that's fine. That's you know. Fine, yeah. You just listen to yourself and listen That's in the past year that's one thing I've been doing a lot just listen to what I want you know like if, even if you love your friend and they're like let's hang out but if you don't feel like hanging out that day it could be very several reasons you know we all and that's another thing we don't communicate you know like people it's so bad like someone has to have <laughs> like almost like a doctor's note to say hey I can't meet up for coffee hey I can't meet up for lunch you know and then it's like no one's really telling the truth you know sometimes we have different problems you know sometimes people don't have enough money sometimes you just don't feel like it or hey i don't know i'm feeling kind of mentally fucked today i can't i don't i'm not in the space to meet with people uh but then like it's just unhealthy to put this pressure and i think it's okay to listen to yourself and put yourself first and that shouldn't mean that you're hurting other people or that they should hate, hate you for it and i think that's in the past year that's like the space that I'm in where I'm really listening to what I want while still respecting the people around me and in terms of apps and organizations so I do this funny thing where I really like I write down things I want to make happen and it's really funny because I look at a diary that I wrote in 2016 when I was 17 and it's like oh yeah you should have uh done this by I don't know 26 which is sound stupid but then it's like and I realized oh yeah shit man you did that when you were 19 mm. and it's like whoa like and then that's what also when I realized that these goals don't mean shit because they they um you never you can't expect what you can do in your life in the next year or in the next two years and you don't the goals you set may be too small or they may not even be the right goals for your life because 
you're basically saying that you have a horoscope or a crystal ball saying that this is right for me in five years you don't know who you're going to be in five years it's nice to set goals it's nice to be ambitious uh but i think go with the flow more and just like focus on your craft like peter so peter's like i want to build a brand uh, i remember we were talking about it he wanted to do some merchandise and whatever and then we're like yeah take it easy and then i think he also spoke to quite a lot of people who just said like okay what do you actually enjoy and then i think you said speaking and running mm. peter focused on those things he focused on his character how and then the brand naturally yeah, built itself you know right? what i mean so it's like don't get lost in these I don't know these I guess these business words or these business things like okay brand I need to build my brand I need to build my followers I need to that's so you know, interesting you know what I mean because I think yeah that's so interesting last year I learned the most important thing is to keep doing what you love and yeah. and everything kind of works around it um, you want to build a brand build it from what you love you exactly. want to build a business build it from what you love because then it's so much easier yeah and you do you enjoy it so much more and I remember yeah I do remember discussing that a lot last year and that's what I enjoy we just we just challenge our thoughts and we communicate and do these things and we speak about one idea and another and then you realize oh maybe that's actually not what I want and yeah and it's been it's been a good journey man it's been really good uh, yeah that's that's really interesting I, I didn't even thought about that the most interesting my boss she's awesome like the most like empathetic boss ever but then she was she was like when we she we also speak about my startup with her and everything and she was, gave me a like, good piece of advice like whenever you have a dream or a goal ask yourself if this thing like actually worked out how you want it to be what would your life look like and is that what you want so mm. you know like for example you you love speaking but then like to what extent like if it like <laughs> blew up yeah. and you're getting booked every fucking minute of the day mm-hmm. you know is that still making you happy That's the, these are the questions you have to ask yourself you know um, hi Ronnie um, can I just ask a question can I just ask a question Uh, yeah, yeah, it's only a Stunde or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Can I stress? Um, oh, where are the keys? What are you looking for? The keys. Uh, damn, I don't know. What's <laughs> up, man? How are you? I'm good. You? I'm good, bro. So what are you doing? You're making podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're making podcasts. Yeah, man. This key? No, not that one. Cool, cool, cool. Quick production, pause, quick production break. Ready? But we back, we back, we back. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're talking about things don't work out. Um. Yeah, so basically when you set a goal, you should just like imagine if this actually worked out the way you imagined it to. So for example, like you, Peter, um, if you think of a goal, like last year you were talking about like, hey, I want my speaking to blow up, you know, and But then take a step back. It's like, okay, I'm a runner right now and I do need to train and I do need some time off, you know, to relax. If I do go into speaking and now it means that everyone wants me to speak for them, like which company with this person Which or this takes person. you away from... Yeah, your main focus. Running. So it's like, okay, how much do you actually want this and how important is it and to what extent are you going to let it clash with the other thing that you find important in your life so your main craft which is running also the time for family and friends the time for peter too peter also needs some time so like every goal you make you just have to think start thinking hey how is this going to affect my life if it actually works because 
when you start doing this thing and start moving to it it's not taking time but if it actually gets to the point where it's actually worked this is another big thing that you have to pay attention to you can't just like be like yeah now you know like the way yeah the, the way i worked that out i was mm-hmm. when i was thinking about it i had a lot of thinking about it because um it was like okay what's more what's sustainable you know mm-hmm. um speaking work business that's more sustainable right yeah uh, you can sustain that running the way i always thought about running running was a privilege and you don't know how long you can do it for 100%. so that and also not just because of that because also i enjoyed it and i enjoyed traveling i enjoyed collecting stories and meeting new people that had to take priority over everything um no matter what that just had to take priority it was it was a dream it was a goal and you didn't know how long you're gonna do it for you can't do it forever especially not professionally but like speaking all those things you can develop later on so it's really hard at the same time to to think like that because mm-hmm. you know there's other things where you can make money make your life and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, but really it's just I think it's sacrifices you got to make sacrifices with, mm-hmm. with what you like doing and and it's hard to make sacrifices when you can't see the end results yes, yes. Uh, and that's when it comes down to just believe in yourself and, and just do it anyways you know you, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you don't know what's going to happen the next two minutes so you just believe in yourself you keep doing it but what you do know is you're going to you're going to come up with a new experience and that experience is whether good or bad you're going to learn from it and it's going to it's going to be part of your life part of your story mm-hmm. which is pretty cool and you can kind of collect it I think um, that's the way I that's the way I always worked it out and that's the way I prioritize running over other things uh-huh, uh-huh. I think that's a uh, good highlight on like another big topic but then i think that one we have to speak about something else first before we go into that so that's also a thing about like prioritizing and knowing what actually fits you and what is actually a risk you know don't get carried away with i don't know with other like metrics so first of all, we're going to talk about like peter ball last year mm. peter ball two three weeks ago you know um you can like look at it like how many people are calling you how many people asking for a gig or like how many brands are hitting you up or you can look at it like um, can you even manage the message of, of your phone anymore like just like how many things have changed on that week you're going to Olympics and and just three four five days <laughs> yeah and you come back and you're like what like your yeah. life has changed you know and it's like surreal you know like even like even I felt you know, you know? Y- yeah. yeah you know yeah. What's, you know what's funny though um d- people are asked do you, did you f- the question I always get asked do you feel pressured by all of this stuff and and all this what well, there was two answers that I don't think I shared enough one no I didn't feel pressured because you know as an athlete that's that's what I wanted like the pressure was self-inflicted by myself like there was no pressure from anyone else that was going to be greater than the pressure mm-hmm. I already put on myself so I was already ready for that and then and then there's the second part where um where I've already seen these things because I planned them we spoke about it last year and I remember to details we we're talking about like okay what does it mean um what does it mean to go to the Olympics and to perform and then and then like potentially win a medal because my goal was to win a medal although no one could see it that was my goal and and I knew that was going to create noise and uh, I knew that was going to be big hype and it was going to get a lot of attention so at the same time I already I kind of already felt like I've got that attention I've seen it I've been through it so it's so easy just to embrace and accept because yes. like we just planned it and yeah. like I saw it I remember creating um creating a document and I have it somewhere on my computer it was like it said create noise how do you create noise you got to run 
143 and win a medal. I didn't do any of those. That was the interesting part of the story. I haven't ran 143, but I did break two national records mm-hmm. and I didn't win a medal, but we still created noise because that was the power of the story and the yeah. journey and everything. So like the journey is so important. And I speak, I remember doing school talks and doing school talk, like I enjoy school talks and I did some for primary school kids and the kids would, kids love asking questions like, excuse me, sir, like how many medals have you on? And I said, uh, well, I don't know, mate. And, and he said, well, how many races? Yeah, the kids love questions. <laughs> and another kid put his hands up and was like, well, how many medals have you lost? I said, well, I mean, I don't know. How many races have you won? I said, I don't know. Like, I'm getting irritated because I don't know these answers. Yeah. And, then, and then you kind of go back home and you think about it. Well, I, I don't know how many medals I won. Like, just on the weekend, I won a trophy in in Stetson in, in Poland, winning a race. And, and that trophy, I gave it. I gave it to James and James going to have it, leave it in two begin. Mm. It's like those, we work so hard towards those, but they're, they're not the most important thing. Yeah, yeah. The journey Something itself else. is so much more exactly, important. Exactly. And in my story, that showed like how powerful the journey and the story was because it brought like the whole Australia to watch it and brought, and brought them together during like COVID and yeah. everything. So that was, that was the interesting part. I didn't need a medal to do it. I didn't need 143, but I predicted it. Yes. yes um, I predicted it because, because I saw it and that's what I, that's what I predicted and that's what I saw and that's what I wrote down. I remember, cool. I mean, people can even go back to the last podcast we did. He already said these things. We spoke about, yeah, Peter's first Olympics in Rio, yes? Um, he spoke about being distracted. He's like, whoa, look at all this cool <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah, the other topic that they talk about the Olympics and all the athletes, we won't go deep into that. <laughs> <as well>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what topics he's talking about. I don't but, know. But th- that, but is, that is an interesting comparison. Yeah. I don't know if it's COVID yeah. or, or not, but... Um, like Tokyo, I literally, uh, I just felt like I needed, there was a job to be done yeah, and I exactly. went there to get a job done and I wanted to leave straight after. Exactly. Um, I don't know if that would have been different if there wasn't COVID. I'm sure I would have wanted to stay and be at the closing ceremony and we weren't even allowed to, to be honest. We had to be out there two days after I race and it was just different. Like compared, like the experience in, within five years is yeah. completely different. I don't even think if COVID was not there that you would, you would have been any different because that's the thing, like... When you're going off, like, I don't know, like, I didn't even know what to say to you. I can be like, good luck, what the fuck does that mean? You know, like, and it's like, at the same time, I didn't even need to give you any advice because we've had so many conversations. You said you've already, like, desensitized yourself to every single scenario and prepared for it. Um, We had the podcast where you also said, like, I wasn't that focused in the last one. The next one. I'm going to just go there to do my job. Yeah, get the job done. And that's what you did. And that's like, and I, I already and, saw that. And I enjoyed it. You know? And I enjoyed it so much more, you know? And I remember, they're like, oh man, you're going to break a national record, run through the line. <laughs> I was like, nah, like, let's forget about that. Let's let's just have fun. And I'm yeah. enjoying it. It was, it was just fun. Like, and you could see it. I watched those races and you could you could see there was much, so much more joy than, than a few years ago, you know? I'm not running tense anymore. And, and it's funny. It's like when you stop pressing so hard you just things start flow it start start to flow and you start seeing more high performance and stuff like that but at the same time let's not say that's it's fluked these things aren't fluked this whole year i've been very consistent this whole year i've ran fast i've talked about running fast i've talked about i've wrote articles on building a fast um fast fast culture which is um just running fast in australia and building this culture where where it's okay to run fast, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I spoke about, like, I respect the Kenyans, I respect the Europeans, how fast they are, but we're not going to fear them anymore. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to go against them because because we're just people at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, 
if they can do it, we can do it. And um, and it was it's not an arrogance thing. It's just it's the way you got to think about it. Yeah, yeah, Otherwise, you just you just going as a passenger. It's the same as your job. You you just don't want to go there and just feel like it's a job. You want to enjoy it. Time goes a lot faster. Yeah. And I'm competitive. That's the thing. You remember we spoke about like the yeah me running with you. And it's like yeah, I know Peter's people. Be like yeah, you're on with Peter. He's an Olympian. You know, you don't have to keep up with him. Like <laughs> nah, <laughs> like that's no like no matter what I do, even if I'm facing the best, like even if I went to the Formula Track with Lewis Hamilton, he's like raced so many times. Yeah, I I won't be happy losing to him. I don't care. If he's the <laughs> fucking best. You know, like that's just how my mind is. Why you get yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's just but just quietly yeah. be. Being too competitive sets you up at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah, yeah. I, rem- I remember my early days. <laughs> I remember my early days. I was so competitive. I came into this into this game. At, I was winning at school, and then I went into states and I lost. And it took me a whole year to recover. I, yeah. I, the following year, I said I'm not going to nationals anymore because mm-hmm. I lost. Being too competitive is like, yeah, you, you just got to be a balance. It's, you got to be a balance that is not counterproductive. You know, it's so competitive, you become a sore loser and you don't want to do yeah, it again exactly. and stuff like that. You you got to be humble enough to be like, okay, they beat me. They beat me. They're better than me. Why are they better than me? Ask these questions yeah. and, and and learn, learn. from them, and learn. so you can improve. Rather than because there's the other side where you're too competitive, and I've been through it, and I'm not even gonna lie, I've been through it so much. And my coach in Perth, he definitely knows where where sometimes I wouldn't come to training for weeks. Yeah. Um, and my parents never told me to go to training, so that's the time I was like trying to cry out to my parents to like, man, help a brother out, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. be a little bit push more strict. Me, me, but me, yeah. but you know, they're just more. They're like as long as you're at school and you're happy, then that's that's what you need. So. And um, being too competitive sometimes does it does it does yeah. add up and it's not healthy. You gotta you gotta have that perfect balance, you know, where you're humble enough. Like, okay, he's better than me. Like, I'm humble enough to know. Hundred like, percent. Like, even coming to Europe, and I was expecting to get into races in Monaco and stuff like that. Although I knew myself, and I said it on a video before leaving Australia that I'm gonna make the final. I said it. Um, I knew I should have been in some races. I wanted to get into Monaco and stuff like that, and I didn't get into it. And um, I was I wasn't upset. There was there was so many people faster than me that already ran faster than me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's, that's they, cool. they run faster than me. Yeah, that's that's, cool. that's reality. Like, yeah. what you gonna complain about? They've actually put these work and put these time. It's almost unfair to say you should be put before them. Yeah, exactly. And I was I was cool. I was cool. I was calm, and I said, let's just prove ourselves in Tokyo. And 100%. I think and that's the thing about also like. Yeah, yeah. I think um, our human minds are in, naturally wired to be entitled to be like, "Hey, yeah, why is he getting the attention on me? Why is he going to Monaco on me?" It's like, even though logically you're like, "Yeah, he's run faster than me <laughs> the last six months, bro. Yeah. It's cool, you know." Gotta be so, honest with yourself. Yeah, you know, like that's <laughs> the thing. Like in everything, not just in running, but like in everything, you be just have to accept these things. Sometimes not always like. There's some hidden agenda and someone's against you and someone doesn't like or you. Or the world is against you or something like that. You just have to sometimes just look at like, hey, what have I put in and what are other people putting in? And sometimes just yeah. it is what it is. Sometimes it's unfair. Yeah, like, yeah. What are you going to do? It isn't fair and it's going gonna to take a lot of joy out of you just thinking about it and complaining about it. It doesn't, doesn't really help at all. But yeah, I mean, like, Thank you for tuning in, Cozy Peeps. And that's a wrap for another episode of Cozy Chats. I hope you all enjoyed it. And I'm always grateful for all the support. Sorry that we haven't released in a long, long time. But I was really busy building and with university and just life in general. I hope everyone's well. I'm grateful for all the listeners that I do have. I'm grateful for all the support you do give me. I'm also really grateful 
not really grateful but like happy when someone shoots me a message uh reflecting on what they heard in an episode and actually saying that that helped them in a specific problem challenge or struggle in their life so that was the whole point of this podcast not for money or anything so i'm always glad to hear feedback from people so to the next one when p and i continue speaking about the topics that we touched on today but again thank you for tuning in have a blessed week have a blessed day have a good evening have a good morning afternoon and an awesome bloody fucking year peace till next time